Hey everyone, it's your host of See Jurassic Right, Stephen Ray Morris here, just dropping in to say, I hope you've been enjoying all the new episodes in 2023 and 2024 so far. There are new interviews with filmmakers, musicians, scientists, the screenwriter of Land Before Time, audio essays about the rich history of the Jurassic Park and Jurassic World franchise, and all the news about the upcoming animated show Jurassic World Chaos Theory and the as-of-yet untitled Jurassic World sequel coming next summer. I really need your help supporting the show right now, and you can do that by leaving a tip and or giving a monthly follow on Patreon, patreon.com slash There are $1 and $5 tiers, but more is coming. Sharing the show, giving five-star reviews in Apple Podcasts, and liking and commenting on social, at Stephen Ray Morris on Instagram and Twitter, goes a long way to help boosting the show's visibility again online in this new era. I'm an independent podcaster and your support is so important and means the world to me in keeping this podcast running. Link to the Patreon is in the show notes. Hold on to your butts. Thank you. And now on to the show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey everyone, welcome, welcome, welcome to See Westworld Right. That sounds too cheery for this, but whatever, it's fine. I'm Stephen Ray Morris. Apologies for this coming late, but I was working on a new mini-sode for SJR. Remember when this is Jurassic Park podcast? <laughs> anyway, go check that out. But right now, we're back in it. It's episode three of Westworld, season three. Episode three of season three, the absence of of the absence of field is what the episode is called. I'm going to bring out my notes on this one because two things differed about this. It's funny. I'm like kind of trying different ways of watching the show in real time. I am certainly not very good at actually watching it on Sunday night, but Sunday night's a big podcast day for me personally, you know, with Murder Squad, MFM. Uh, sometimes Dinar, you know, it's just uh, ologies. So it's like a lot is happening. So sometimes it's been hard for me to actually kind of sit and watch it on Sunday night proper. And again, I was working on the SJR pod mini. So anyway, enough excuses. This episode, as I call, what the hell? Eh, eh, boom, boom, bam, blam, singer. It's an interesting... Charlotte Hale's character is going to be so interesting because technically she's dead. So Charlotte Hale is played by Tessa Thompson died at some, at some point 
in season two, Bernard. Yeah, no, Bernard. Yeah, Bernard killed her. And then, or did Dolores kill her? I forget now. Anyway, and then replaced her and she was Dolores for a while. And now the big mystery of this season, and this is the episode to, I mean, even more than a Dolores episode, which I kind of thought it was going to be based on the like, you know, kind of, because again, this season is doing the season two thing where it's primarily focusing on two storylines per. So like right now it's, it'll be interesting to see if they break that mold where it's like, Dolores and Charlotte and Caleb and then well no I guess no I guess they are not necessarily following the same thing I do like but I think that's what keeps it fresh and interesting as opposed to this becoming this predictable like and I don't know I don't remember because I only saw the last season of Game of Thrones but I don't know if like it became a predictable thing of who was going to be covered in each episode but yeah the first the the season opener was Dolores and Bernard and Caleb and then the second episode was Bernard and Maeve, and now we're uh, Dolores, Caleb, and Charlotte. So I guess it is kind of mixing it up a little bit, kind of iterating it a little bit, which I actually really like. And going back to this idea, so Charlotte dies, and that's the thing. It's so funny. I remember in my season one commentary episodes, and go back and listen to those if you haven't, but... I didn't realize Tessa Thompson shows up as early as season one. And in a way, I kind of almost appreciate that more thinking back. But in a way, you don't really know the character that well. And then she already dies and like essentially dies at the beginning of season two almost. And this episode was really interesting because it's kind of showing you who Charlotte Hale was because the person who's in Charlotte now is sort of coming to grips with this reality of like because again it's not charlotte's actual body it's a replica of her body but there's there's almost like an intangible spirit or something and this episode kind of i don't know to me that was almost the most interesting thread uh with this i wrote down in my notes that charlotte hale is singing well it's a nine inch nail song but the johnny cash version you know i hurt myself today to see if I still feel I focus on the pain the only thing that's real well I went too deep on that one but yeah that's such an interesting element to this episode is that that to me feels like the new I was thinking about this episode and this episode for me was filled with things that were predictable and then things that weren't predictable and I think Westworld is really great at that like throwing you a thing you're like I know what this is. And then boom, bam, pulling the rug out from under you. And uh, sorry, I just saw my notes and it said 300 robo boys. Uh, anyway, the incident at the park, Jurassic Park. Anyway, so this episode introduces a few new elements to the story in that because essentially the person who's inside Charlotte Hale is supposed to be running Delos and maintaining control. And it makes sense. It puts Dolores in a position of power, not her specifically, but the web that Delos has in order to try and, you know, take down all humanity, I guess, at this point. We still don't really know the specifics, but the the sort of wrinkle in that is the person in Char- inside Charlotte having to play Charlotte. And so it's this weird charade where, I don't know, this notion of being human, but you're not, you're a host is supposed to be human, but not themselves. So I think that to me is a really interesting element that I think is 
because I mean, throughout the episode, you see Charlotte like literally like peeling her skin off, like full black swan body horror, David Cronenberg body horror. Ugh, that that for me is hard to watch. I think this episode was a little bit rough for me because I I do not do body horror very well. Anybody else? Yeah. So that part of the episode was hard to follow. Again, this episode kind of follows two threads: the Caleb and Dolores thread, and then the Charlotte thread. And essentially, yeah, so they learn. So Charlotte is supposed to be maintaining control of Delos, but they're being challenged because it looks like Serac, who is Vincent Cassell's character, who we saw uh, in the last episode, is obviously looking to not only kill Dolores, but take over Delos as well. And th- that's the thing that's also, I think, this episode also introduces a lot of confusing stuff. Cause I mean, w- you know, when you get to the end, it's even more confusing in a way. And it feel, this episode felt like a very season two episode because everyone's trying to like go after the same thing, but also accidentally going after the same thing. So anyway, Serac is trying to access and buy Delos or like essentially buy Delos, but it's like through like these like corporate shells and stuff. It's very, I mean, I like this stuff. It's, it feels like very, it reminds me a lot of the like the Jurassic Park novel stuff that never really makes it that never really made it into the movies with like how like this mystery of like Hammond buying up all the amber like it has kind of those vibes these kind of like corporate corporate espionage like shell accounts and corporations offshore bank account like it has all that kind of stuff I wrote hashtag trade federation sorry um and again the the mystery of who so Dolores left Westworld with her Pearl, so herself, with Bernard, Bernard's Pearl, and then whoever's inside Charlotte Hale's body or her host new host body, and then three more people. So we still don't know who's in those pearls. And I I I almost imagine because again, I was talking to Brenda, it was like this season's only eight episodes. So you know, the the thing about these first three, you know, probably next week's episode is it's really going to be the table setting. And then I, I kind of feel like, you know, uh, th- also before I before I recorded this, I mean, this is the longest gap I've gone from recording to watching. I watched it last night and I'm recording it tonight, uh, you know, a full 24 hours, basically, after I watched it. And I read I actually didn't read as many articles as I thought I was going to, but I did read some reviews and. You know, it, it, it's, I think sometimes what's, what I'm noticing because I, I am not part of binge TV nation. I'm not usually, like, I'm not, I don't watch too much TV in this way or even just like from week to week. So I don't really binge or, or I don't really watch TV, but I'm noticing it's like, I think sometimes it's hard to judge. It's hard to judge serialized storytelling because it is one long movie. So how can you really judge an episode week to week if essentially you're if you are in and of itself saying that, well, this is all one big story. So how can you say, hey, this episode didn't fulfill these specific things because you're not really going to know what it means until you get to the big picture. And for my defense of the second season, I would say that. Once you got over the hump of the mid-season, the back half of season two of Westworld is brilliant and is just as good as season one, maybe even more so. But it was kind of that first half of this, the first half of season two at this table setting. And I, yeah, and I will say, you know, these first three episodes, I mean, again, because there's only eight episodes, truly these first three are just about kind of setting motivations and about kind of setting up the thing. And I don't think we're quite there yet of like, 
how all these pieces are going to play. Uh, Maeve, who is under, con, you know, under the, uh, the, um, auspice, auspicious, under the eye of Serac, and she's technically out of, uh, Westworld now. She's free. Well, sort of free, but now is, you know, on a mission or is being asked to go under a mission for Serac to kill Dolores. Dolores wants to kill humanity, but we don't quite know how she's trying to do it yet. Caleb is really getting into the mix in this episode and he's kind of tested and he, he's basically tested and uh, you know, Delore, I, and, and they've been framing it that way as like, maybe Caleb is going to be, you know, it's played by Aaron Paul is going to be Dolores's um, he, he's going to help her. Uh, he's going to help restore her faith in humanity. Although I don't know if she ever had any faith in humanity for real, but that's kind of where it's setting up to go. And then and you have Caleb, who, yeah, he's the pu- the Charlie and Chocolate Factory, the puppy dog. And then you have Charlotte, who to me is now this like kind of interesting X factor of like, wh- who is the real Charlotte fighting with the host? And what does that even mean? Because it's not even really Charlotte Hale's actual body. It's a replica of it. And, you know, spoilers to the sneak peek for next week. We finally get to see Ed Harris's return as the man in black as William as host human William. So that I think I, I almost, you know, just speaking ahead more so than recapping, I feel like these first few episodes are kind of just really, you know, kind of setting up our four main characters or five. Yeah. Dolores, Bernard, Charlotte, Caleb, and William, I feel like it's, or unless William is not going to be a main character and really he's just kind of, you know, specifically focused for one thing, but it kind of feels like the four episodes are really going to like, all right, here's our setup and then, and then unleash the chaos, you know, of what's going to actually happen. So yeah. And I felt like that unfortunate thing about season two is that that table setting, because it was 10 episodes, it was like you had to get to episode six or seven before you kind of realized what was at stake and i think that's kind of where this episode is at where it's like you don't quite know what's at stake yet but i would say this episode with the charlotte stuff added some interesting wrinkles because not only is she supposed to be the boss of delos but then you come to learn more about who charlotte really was and very like 90s business dad you know like you know all it's um what was that harrison ford movie where like he gets a uh, amnesia and then he has to like learn how to be a good dad again or, uh, you know, just like those kind of storylines where it's like, oh, she had a son that she neglected and all this stuff. And that is really raising complications for the host inside Charlotte. And so that's basically the whole storyline is her dealing with that and kind of just, yeah, like, okay, here's this new challenge with uh, somebody with Ciroc trying to buy Delos. And then here's these human challenges of like, I can't just go out into the world and, you know, uh, what did I write? I wrote this quote. Oh, did I not write it down? It's like people don't want to see the predator inside or something. It scares them. I don't know. I thought that was a really poignant thing about because, I mean, I think it's pointing towards Dolores, who's fully on this. Like, I mean, this episode is an interesting Dolores episode, too, because it's like you do see the mix of Dolores from season one and season two, where she's she learns to be tender with Charlotte and with Caleb when it matters, but then can also be just totally cold and, uh, you know, on her mission. So and yeah, the 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 other half of the this episode is 
Caleb, you know, we last left them off. Uh, you know, it's like Dolores is like dying in his arms, basically. But then, you know, as she's taken to the hospital, people stop and it's like, no, I, you know, these aren't real cops. Call the cops. They won't mind waiting, you know. And it's this whole thing of like, it's, it's like any story where the innocent, where the innocent, naive character gets kind of drawn deeper into the world. And yeah, this episode is kind of a test, was kind of almost Dolores' test for Caleb. And that's, that, that was the surprising thing was that it's like, it's not like she immediately is like, all right, you're going to help me. You're going to be in my world. If any, if anything, it's like he, <laughs> she's just like, yeah, you need to get a new ID because you're going to be, you're going to be in trouble now. And then, but it's almost like Dolores's bit of humanity that she had is kind of pulled. Caleb kind of pulls her back because she sees that Caleb helped her without no regard for himself. And then that he's actually getting in danger. And he's like, literally like the Rico, the app, you know, the criminal app, like these like thugs are like going to throw him off the side of a building because he refuses to tell, he refuses to tell them about Dolores. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a pretty simple episode, I guess, in that regard. And then you learn about, like, Caleb's, like, traumatizing past, how he was left by his mom at a diner. She basically left him, and then she was put in a, uh, put away for schizophrenia and stuff. So, and Dolores kind of manipulating that. And I think this episode also was more, like, with the Rebobon, which I know it's not called that, but the, with that predictive AI and the big data and all that stuff. And, how basically, you know, just kind of making those equations that I think this season was talking about a lot in the pre up to the season, which was like, I mean, I mean, even the data pad is essentially the same that like Caleb was in the military. So he has like these things installed in him that are essentially like controlling things like hosts, like these thugs get a hold of this tablet and are basically like increase making him have a heart attack and it's like wait how is that any different than the host tablets that were in westworld and so i think that's a big part of the this episode too is kind of once dolores realizes that she that caleb is a good person at heart or you know at this point you know she sees that he was a good person then it's almost like this test to be like are you ready to fight from I mean, which basically how the episode ends, you know, they're on a pier. Again, there's a lot of like inception Nolan style visuals too. in this with this, I mean, it's any future city kind of thing, but uh, you know, basically being like, Hey, are you going to join in my revolution? And it's not so literal that she's like, I'm a robot. I'm a robot. Um, I don't know. Uh, you know, it's not quite that literal, but it's like, well, you, you know, the same people who hurt you hurt me, would you want to join in? And he's like, it's, I mean, I hope it goes somewhere in a way that's not super predictable, but you know, Caleb is like, you know, you're the first real thing that has happened to me in a long time. And I just think of, wait, is her name Charlotte in, um, no Clementine. What am I talking about? Clementine in eternal sunshine for the spotless mind. It's this like manic pixie. I wrote manic pixie dream robot, uh, in this. And yeah. Um, I mean, that's essentially the episode. It's really, it's just this idea of like Dolores checking in with Charlotte, who's kind of the host insider starting to like come undone and go crazy. It's almost like the reverse of Peter Mullen's human host character that realized that once they realized that they were not alive anymore, they went bananas. Whereas like 
this host is almost like, wait, I have to be human. Like, what does that mean? And I'm also fighting with the spirit of Charlotte or something like that. And then, yeah, Dolores basically experiencing some humanity again through Caleb and Caleb being like, yeah, I'm down for the, you know, he's the first member of the Dolores cult, you know? Uh, so that's basically the episode. And then right at the very end, because throughout the episode two, they're like, how is somebody getting this information about Delos able to buy up these stocks and things like that? Obviously it turns out there's a mole and Charlotte is enlisted to find the mole, but the mole is obviously her. So whoever, because if you remember at the beginning in season one, the whole, there's a whole plot of somebody sneaking the data out of the park. Remember, there was the host that like it was that kind of sign that things were starting to fall apart when the host was found like fought like in the desert and fallen down in the canyon and it crushed its head. And, you know, sneaking the data out of the park kind of Charlotte during those that first season and in the second was like, this is our insurance policy to get the data away from uh, Anthony Hopkins character, Dr. Robert Ford to kind of you know, as an insurance policy, but it maybe turns out that Charlotte was also a, you know, double, triple agent for Ciroc as well, the original Charlotte. And so now the host inside Charlotte is like, what the fuck is going on? Like that must be that like Tessa Thompson is so good in this episode because she has to play like two characters and then also play like two characters who is also playing both sides and like, yeah, to me, this episode wasn't that exciting, but I think the stuff that they're setting up for that character is really intriguing and really cool. So, yeah, I, I think that's about it. I Is Teddy inside Charlotte? I don't know. Uh, I don't really have any... It, that's the thing, too, when people are kind of theorizing, and I'll, I'll re- probably read more articles after I record this, but, you know, people are... Because the- Teddy supposedly, you know, ended up in the the garden of Eden place where all the hosts were safe from humans, but there's no reason to think that Dolores maybe ripped him back out because she needed him. But I, any of the sort of side characters, I mean, I don't, I don't mean to be rude, but I feel like somebody like Clementine or to the Tulula Riley's character, Angela or her father. Like, I don't know. Although, yeah, again, I was reading some article that kind of said it was like maybe obvious who it is, but I don't, I didn't really seem that obvious to me. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't really have a thought about it now, but I, I do think it's going to be interesting, hopefully. So, but I do like that we're sort of learning about this character of Charlotte Hale, who was kind of cold and indifferent for the, you know, first and into the second season. And it, weirdly, now we're learning more about her now that she's dead. I don't know. I thought that was an interesting element. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. 
From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. So let me know if you like this episode, The Absence of Field, episode three of season three. Are you still perked up by this so far? Or are you kind of like, hey, get to the point. Like, what is this whole season about? Uh, let me know if you're digging Westworld so far. And yeah, I mean, I, it's so funny. I didn't realize how many people were watching Westworld just of my friends. Cause I don't, you know, since I don't keep up with shows, but then I've just gotten texts from people being like, whoa, you're doing Westworld recaps. I'm watching Westworld. And so, and even my dad too, there was, um, I don't remember if it was in one, I think it was probably the first episode of season three, but he's like, oh, in this panning shot over LA, like I did my first job interview in 1981 in Los Angeles. It's funny to think that the building is still there in 2058. So I, th- I definitely think once the season is over, I want to chat with a few people just casually about Westworld and their enjoyment of the show, because why not? You know, these, re- you know, these recaps right now, I didn't really want to have any guests mostly just because, uh, unless, I mean, eventually I'll, I'll probably get Brenda to come on, but just cause we watch it together. But, uh, you know, I want to wait till the end of the season to chat with people because I like, I like knowing the full picture, you know, it's hard to, unless it's all about theorizing and discussing, but I really, uh, a lot of my friends who are watching Westworld have some good meaty, juicy kind of stories and experiences and love of it. So I kind of want to save it to the end. So, but let me know if you are into that and if anything else I can do for Westworld, because I definitely want to watch future world and the beyond Westworld TV show. I want to go back and check out these other things. And does anybody recommend person of interest? Some people said it was a really good show. Uh, Jonathan Nolan was one of the creators of that. So yeah, anyway, uh, enjoy your week. Check out the Sea Jurassic right mini for the stay safe, stay Jurassic initiative that Tom Fishenden over at the Jurassic Park podcast put together. Uh, yeah. So yeah do that stay safe stay jurassic stay westworld and i'll see you i mean in less than a week because this episode is late so (laughs) bye Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.